Welcome to Seeing Beyond Risk, a podcast series from the Canadian Institute of Actuaries. I'm Chris Vivoli, Actuary Communications and Public Affairs at the CIA. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We would like to remind you that we have plenty of past episodes, so please subscribe and catch up on some that you may have missed. We can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcast platform. Joining us on the podcast today is Sandy Lowe, who currently serves as treasurer of the Network of Actuarial Women and Allies. Sandy is going to tell us about the NAWA organization, their goals and activities, and how actuaries can get involved. She joins us today from Chicago. Thanks very much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. And before we start, maybe you can give us a little bit of background about yourself and your actuarial career so far. Absolutely. I've been a PNC pricing actuary in the U.S. personal line space for my entire career. I started and worked at Allstate for eight years and was managing auto, home, and specialty lines before I joined Liberty Mutual last fall. And I'm now a manager within our personal lines economics team. My team in particular focuses on deep dive analyses and developing unique solutions for specific complex states in the U.S. Um, I also am a fellow of the Casualty Actuarial Society and actually found out last week that I was elected to join the CAS Board of Directors this November, which is very exciting. I also am one of the co-founders and am the current treasurer and president-elect of the Network of Actuarial Women and Allies, or as we like to call it, NAWA. On a personal note, I grew up in San Diego, California, but Chicago has been home to me, my husband, and more recently our dog for the past nine years. Um, And before I get started, I just want to say again, thank you for inviting me on this podcast to share more about NAWA. We aim to support women and allies across the entire profession, including the CIA, so I am glad to be able to share more with your group today. Well, congratulations on your election to the CAS board. Let's talk a bit more about NAWA. It's a fairly new organization. I was hoping you could tell us how did this organization get started and how did you initially get involved? Yeah, great question. So after I had finished my exams, I was looking to find more ways to give back and get more involved with the CAS. And I had responded to a volunteer survey. And in the survey, there was a free forum type of question that had asked something along the lines of, what volunteer opportunities are you passionate about? And I had answered that I was passionate about diversifying the pipeline of actuarial candidates and getting more females interested in the profession. A little while later, I had received an email from Malika Bender, who is the DEI staff actuary for the CAS, and she was saying that there were a few others who were passionate about the same thing. So we all got together and discussed if there was even a need for a women's org, what that might look like, what topics might be relevant to such a group. And it's funny because I vividly remember at one point the group discussing the importance of risk-taking and how some women might shy away due to lack of self-confidence or uh, imposter syndrome. And at the end of the conversation, there was an ask to see who might be interested in stepping up to actually start said organization. I remember thinking that I was so excited and passionate about the opportunity, but at the same time, I was so hesitant because I had never done anything like it before, and a lot of others on the call seemed much more tenured or experienced and felt like maybe they could lead better than I felt I could. But the prior conversation that we had just had on risk-taking just really stuck with me, and I decided to raise my hand, and I'm so glad that I did. From there, Amber Rohde, Adrian Lieberthal, and I 
hit the ground running uh, to start what we now call NAWA, the Network of Actuarial Women and Allies. And we spent some time to really solidify our vision, our foundational principles, and we held our official launch event in October of 2021. And from there, our org has really grown. We now have roughly 850 members and over 2,000 followers on LinkedIn from all over the world, which is really awesome. You mentioned some of your foundational principles. I was hoping you could share what some of those are. Of course. So our mission at NAWA is to connect and empower women of all backgrounds, races, ethnicities, and life circumstances to be successful in the actuarial profession. And we hope to do that through our three foundational principles. So the first is we want to increase equity and representation of women in the actuarial profession. That means entry and leadership positions as speakers at conferences um, and as thought leaders. And we really aim to do that across all professional organizations, including the CIA. The second is that we want to create a sense of community amongst women across all sectors, specialties, and walks of life. And lastly, we want to provide opportunities for both personal and professional development tailored toward women and allies. And I really want to emphasize that we truly do believe that we can't achieve our mission without the support of our allies, which is why it was super important to us to include allies in our organization name as well. From your standpoint, what sort of impediments are there to having more women in the actuarial field, and how can we address this situation? Yeah, it's a tough question to answer, and one we're trying to better understand at NAWA as well. First, I don't know that the actuarial profession is one that is as well advertised as maybe some other STEM fields. For example, I found out about the profession by word of mouth in quite a random way. And I feel like if you ask other actuaries, they might give a similar response. So in general, I think we could do more to broaden the general public's understanding and knowledge of what actuaries do and how broad that scope really is. But we know that STEM fields have been working hard to attract more females for quite some time. And from the 80s to the 2010s, our profession saw steady growth in the percentage of female actuaries rose from around 20% up to 31% based on data from the SOA and CAS. I'm not sure what the data for the Canadian Institute of Actuaries might say, but for the past decade, things have stayed pretty stagnant and female representation at senior leadership levels look even worse. So I do think that in our outreach effort, we can better emphasize what makes the actuarial profession unique from other STEM fields. You know, I love that actuaries not only get to drive the analysis, but we often are also part of actioning solutions and the business acumen and exposure that we get does seem more unique to our field. For example, we are technical experts, but we don't simply hand off the results to someone else. Rather, there's value in power skills still, such as communication, decision making, and problem solving. And I think that this piece can help us to differentiate us from other STEM fields and hopefully attract more females who are looking to have a technical and non-technical type of career. I do, however, understand that it might be less attractive to join a profession with a lesser percentage of women and even less women leaders. So I think that is something that we also need to address. We need to help the profession understand why women are struggling to climb the ladder at the same rate as men. Some of it can be attributed to the sticky floor where women tend to impose limitations on ourselves and stay in the same jobs where we feel safe or comfortable. 
If you've heard of imposter syndrome, something that's not unique to women, but it's the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck and not because of your talent or your qualifications, you know, that might make you less inclined to push yourself toward new opportunities. But unconscious bias definitely plays a part where something like affinity bias or the tendency to get along with others who are like us, it might make it more difficult for women to get a seat at the leadership table when that table is significantly more men. So at NAWA, we're trying to help increase representation from both angles. We have outreach efforts aimed at increasing awareness, and we have a focus to bring not only more development to women in the profession, but also education to allies and companies who want to help support women in the profession as well. Just because you mentioned it, I will remind everybody that we did an episode on imposter syndrome as part of our podcast series, so I certainly encourage everybody to go back and listen to that particular episode. So let's move on to the fun stuff. What do you envision in terms of activities, both in person and otherwise, for NAWA going forward? Many of our larger meetings have been virtual thus far, which is great because it allows us to get a wider reach. So we generally have one large annual meeting in the fall, which should be coming up. And I'll share more in a bit on how to get involved and participate. And we also usually host one meeting to celebrate Women's History Month in March. Throughout the year, however, we also have opportunities to participate in NAWA. In the past, we've had a book club. We hosted a mentorship program. We're looking to do more networking events. So this past year, we hosted two in-person events with the support of some of our sponsors. And we're hoping to do more virtual networking events and discussion groups on key topics as well. We also are trying to have more of a presence at conferences, and that can be a nice way to engage in discussion and bring together a community at an event that many might already be planning to attend. So we've yet to make our way to Canada, but that's been a focus of ours recently as well. And to wrap up, I was hoping you could provide some information on anyone who is interested in getting involved in NAWA. How can they get started? The best way to stay connected with NAWA is to become a member, which is free. So by signing up as a member, you will join our mailing list and stay up to date on all upcoming events and opportunities. You could do that at our website, nawaactuaries.org. Um, so N-A-W-A actuaries.org. We often post upcoming events on our website, on LinkedIn, and on our Instagram page as well. So I'd recommend giving those a follow so that you don't miss a beat. If you're looking to get more involved, we are always looking for more volunteers too. So whether you're interested in participating on a committee, or you can offer a smaller amount of capacity to support a micro-volunteering opportunity, or maybe you're interested in authoring a post for our NAWA narrative, we are grateful for any level Level of support from our volunteers. Also, if you recall, I mentioned earlier we want to diversify the speakers that are represented across various conferences and panels and whatnot. So if you're interested in speaking on a particular topic, that could be both technical and non-technical topics, please let us know. We'd love to loop you in as different opportunities arise. And lastly, I do want to do another small plug. We don't have a date yet announced, but our annual meeting will be held this fall. So if you're interested in joining us, it will be a virtual event free to all now members. So I'd recommend you head to our website, sign up as a member in advance so that you don't miss out once it is announced. And I do hope you'll join us and feel free to share with your friends, peers, and colleagues as well. It certainly sounds like you've accomplished a lot in the last couple of years. So thanks very much for coming on the podcast today to talk about now. 
Thank you so much for having me. I was really glad to be able to share more. Fantastic. And just a reminder that if you have ideas for a future episode or you would like to contribute to our Seeing Beyond Risk blog, we would love to hear from you. Contact information can be found in the show description. Until next time, I'm Chris Fivoli, and thank you for tuning in to Seeing Beyond Risk.